did like a lot of nice things. Bad things. A lot of good things. Let me just, um, our, our youth went out last Sunday, right in between services, and they led 62 people to Jesus. Outside these four walls, they went and preached the gospel, and they led 62 people. People walked into the mall thinking they were going to just go shop, and they encountered uh, ministers of the gospel. And they came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and realized that's what they needed all their lives. And uh, uh, do we have that reel of the youth? Go ahead and play that. Hallelujah. 62 souls. Last Sunday, in between services, soul win souls. Hallelujah. That's Ignite Youth right there. Somebody give the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords a shout of victory. get the right reel, please. Well, they did go out and win 160 souls on their last. So give it up for them. Give it up for them. That's, that's credible. For all of you, who didn't, who watched this for the first time? Three people. Where were you last Sunday? Just kidding. No. Okay. Well, that's what it looked like. Let's move on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's okay. It happens. It happens. Okay. It happens. Mercy. Mercy. Then we had an outreach yesterday. Amen. We had over 100 people that showed up. And then we had 43 decisions for Jesus Christ. So do we have any pictures for the, of that? No? We do? Look at that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Wonderful. 43 souls, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, God is good, amen. I had the, the, the privilege of ministering in Harlingen, Texas this past Friday, which was wonderful. I know the Lord moved, and I know that people were impacted. People were responsive to the word of the Lord that day and received from the Lord. And I know that uh, we're going to hear testimonies of what the Lord did. Then we had the, 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 the awesome uh, opportunity to cross over into Mexico uh, Saturday morning. And uh, we, we, we uh, were able to go to this orphanage that we've been wanting to visit. And uh, they allowed us to come and, and, and bring groceries to the, to the children. They have about 30 children and, uh, from the ages uh, 2 to 17. And uh, so it was, it was amazing. It was the most precious thing. Uh, we brought in groceries. Uh, they allowed us to pray with the children, with the, 
with the with the leaders of that facility, and uh, they were very grateful. And I know that this was just an open door of what God will uh, allow us to continue to do and be a blessing to the wonderful, beautiful children of that facility. How many of you know the Lord? Children are. I told the lady, I had to draw the line because I didn't want to turn into like an investigator, but what's going on here? I'm sorry. How are you treating the kids? No, I'm just kidding. Everything was really good. There was a lot of, there, I felt peace being there with the, with the leaders and stuff like that. They're believers, thankfully, and um, uh, they partner with the government of Mexico, and they bring in kids that are removed from their homes, which in Mexico, it's a little different than here. If your child gets removed from home, it's really, really bad. Because really nobody cares. And so uh, the leaders had said there's there. It's, 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 it's sad, but it's wonderful because they, they get to fellowship with them. And, and they get to love on the children. And they allow churches to work with them. And so um, they have Bible studies. They have a little chapel there. And they, they not just allowed us to come and drop off the food at the front door, but they gave us a tour of the place. They allowed us to love on the children talk to the children, pray with the children, and uh, uh, I know that, like I said, it's just an open door for us to keep being a blessing to the children there, and I just, you know, told the leaders there, I said, you know, what y'all are doing is such a precious thing in the sight of God, and there's a great blessing for what y'all are doing, I said, and, and on the contrary, don't mess with children, there's a curse for that, and so... So it's they're 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 great people. Um, they asked they allowed us to take pictures. They asked us not to post faces of the children. We could take them back, and so uh, just for legal purposes. But they did allow us to to take some videos and some pictures because they 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 wanted you to see what what the children did and who we wanted you to see because you're a part of what God is doing. Everything that we do outside these four walls, you you are a part of it you know, through through this house and through your giving in this house. And so I want you to watch this reel that um, was put together so that you can see what took place at the orphanage. They make those um, little things. They sew them, and then they get donations. We bought all of them. kitchen, little girl washing dishes. That's their little chapel where the kids have church. They do the praise and worship, they minister. She just had a birthday and she would not let her kids go. She can barely carry them.
She wants to be a pastor. Lord some praise. Isn't that wonderful? I said, what is it that you, what's your, your greatest need right now? And uh, it was a commercial refrigerator and a compressor. And uh, the, the chapel that you see where they have church, they have, uh, they, they, it didn't have windows. They did have a church that came and voided them or put some kind of plastic on them that really didn't help. And so we told them that we We'll get the commercial refrigerator, the compressor, and then my husband says that we're going to give them the windows as well. And so I'm telling you, uh, uh, the Lord is good, amen. And as soon as I, 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 I was telling her that we were going to, you know, help them with these things, like offering was coming in for the kids, over $1,000 for the facility towards these things. The moment we were giving, God was already providing and making a way for them to have what they need. Give the Lord some praise for that. If you want to be a part of what God is doing, this is good ground. Amen. This is good ground. And we're planning, you know, <laughs> to go back and to do something special for them during Christmas. And, uh, and, and then just for future, for future things with them. So I'm excited. Are you excited? Also, uh, I feel like I'm the one that's doing announcements this morning. How many heard we have Brother Teddy coming? That's going to start when? Tomorrow. Who's going to be here? Who's bringing somebody? Go ahead and show that promo, please, and then I'll begin to share the word with you. My God, I ain't quitting now. I'm too close to my promise. I'm too close to my blessing. I ain't quitting now. I came to encourage you that the power of God is moving in America. God's blowing his breath, and our children will serve the Lord, and our grandchildren will serve the Lord, and they'll see miracles and signs and wonders. The best is ahead. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't miss it. I know Brother Teddy's coming charged, and uh, we're hungry. Amen. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to continue to share it with you um, from last Sunday on the power of the Holy Spirit. I began by telling you last Sunday that every spirit-filled believer has within him or within her all the power, say power, all the power he or she will ever need to put you over in life. Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit in your life is the ability and the, the power to put you over in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Who's thankful for the power of the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. And so I don't want to uh, uh, go over everything that I shared with you last week, but um, I do want to say, you know, that in the book of John, uh, chapter 4, verses um, 13 and 14, we read where Jesus told the woman at the well, he told her that, uh, and, uh, and this is a recap, so you can just hear me out. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, because she came to draw from the water of the well where Jesus was standing. But then Jesus said, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him uh, shall be in him a well of water springing up uh, into everlasting life. And so, you know, he was talking about new life. Say new life. He was talking to her about new life. So, you know, the, the, the life that only Jesus can offer. The life that satisfies and quenches every thirst. Everything humanity is searching for when they're not in Christ is, is, is the need. It's a spiritual need. That's, and that's why they're searching, they're searching, and they're never fulfilled until they find Jesus Christ. Until they find the living waters, and they drink this living waters, then they realize this is everything I've ever desired and needed and was looking for in life. They don't know it, just like we didn't know it at one point. We were always searching. We were trying to find it in alcohol and relationships and sex and all these things that never fulfilled you but left you worse. Because it's not a, a outward condition. It's an inward. It's a spiritual thing. And so when Jesus comes into your life, he gives you new life. He gives you, he gives you, uh, 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 not, he doesn't just recreate you, but you are born of God. You are born of the spirit of God. You are born of, of the, the life of God. And then, and then you realize this is it. This is it. Hallelujah. Forget this bucket. <laughs> That's limited. Forget this bucket. You know, that's what the lady at the well, when, when Jesus said, I love it because Jesus said, if you only knew the gift, if you only knew who's standing in front of you, you would be asking me to drink. <laughs> that's what Jesus said. If you only knew who's in front of you, you would be asking me to give you some drink. Because these waters are temporal, but the living waters that I give you, they're eternal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then 
in John chapter 7, we, we read, you know, uh, uh, the encounter in chapter 7, verses 37 and 39, uh, um, we read where Jesus said, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried. Listen, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Oh, hallelujah. Let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures had said, out of his belly, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. But this he spake, he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So you see, Jesus in John chapter 4 was talking about living waters, a regeneration of the Spirit, new life. Amen. And in John chapter 7, verse 37 and 39, he was, he was not talking about a well of living waters. He was talking about rivers of living waters. Hallelujah. That's a baptism of the Holy Ghost. So there's two experiences. You receive a, when you give your life to Jesus, you receive a regeneration of the Spirit. You become a new creature of the same Holy Spirit. Every born-again believer has the Holy Spirit. But then you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You become a, a well. But then God wants to come and fill your well to overflow so that wherever you go, rivers of living waters are flowing. Are flowing. Rivers of living waters flowed at that outreach yesterday. Rivers of living waters were flowing at Willowbrook Mall. The other day, rivers of living waters were flowing in Harlingen, Texas. Rivers of living waters were flowing in Rio Bravo. Bra Bravo. To overflow, that's why. Do I need the baptism of the Holy Ghost? You are, are we being selfish or what? I mean, do we want to have more than enough? Hallelujah. Is it great what Jesus has done in your life? Freely you have received, freely give, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Till Osborne said something that I loved. He said, you got to come to the realization that, that you know by the Spirit of God, not like an intellectual knowledge, but you know that you have what people need. And that what people need, you have. You are a carrier of impact. You are a mobile revivalist. Wherever you go, lives ought to be impacted. Nobody should leave your presence depressed. Nobody should leave your presence uh, as they came into your presence. Because when they encounter you, they should encounter rivers of living waters that flow. These rivers of living waters is talking about the spirit of God, the life of God, the one that changed your life, the one that took the blindfolds off of you, that allow you to see, the one that removed depression, hurt, of what your messed up life. And now it's like, <laughs> and then you go and it's flowing. It's the best thing because you know it's the best thing that you received. The Apostle Paul said, when I discovered the infinite love 
Jesus Christ. Everything I thought was important, I, I, I discovered it as garbage compared to the love of Jesus Christ. And this love that he's talking about is the love that the Holy Spirit pours himself into your life when you're born again. He pours his love on you so that you too can love, so that you too can experience love like you've never known. Love is not a thing. Love is, a, is, is God. God is love. He doesn't have love. He is love. And, and the Holy Spirit pours his love upon your life and, 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 and empowers you to live the life that God has called you to live. Hallelujah. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Say rivers, not charquitos. Not little puddles. <laughs> not little, you know, just, uh, no, rivers. Rivers are strong. Rivers flow. You can't contain rivers. Rivers gush out. You know, I tell the story of, of when we went to the, I think it was the Guadalupe River years ago. Years ago. I, I, well, I say it like, well, like 100, no. Uh, years ago, like, like. 15 years ago, we're at the Guadalupe River, and we were tubing, and then my husband uh, got, uh, fell off his tube. And, you know, that's, and, and then you know how many of you know that it, the river goes strong, and there's areas of the river where there's rocks, and then you can see the water just like, and so my husband fell off the tube, and, and, and then he couldn't get back on. But then he was like, he looked like he thought he was drowning, and he was like, you know, because he felt like in between, like, like a little dip, and then the, the rocks were right there. And so he was like, the water was gushing at him. Like, you could tell it was, like, just coming behind him. And then we're, like, looking. Uh, we're, like, looking from the side. And, and, and he was, like, a little, like, panicking. How many of you were panicking? You weren't scared. You were just, like, trying to catch your breath. <laughs> and then there's a little, like, seven-year-old little boy. And he said, sir, just stand up. Just stand up. And George, he must have been on his knees or something. And then he just like got up and kind of like moved to the side. He gave you a what? He gave you his inner tube. But the river, the water of the river was just gushing. It just, it'll, it'll throw you over. <laughs> Out of your belly. And these rivers is talking about the spirit of God flowing in you, through you. In you, through you. Hallelujah. You know, if God will ever do anything for you, he first must do it in you. He first must do it in you. Amen. What God will do through you, he first must do it in you. And we need this baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with these rivers more than ever. Hallelujah. Because you love Jesus. Because you love his word. You love his kingdom. And you want to be a carrier of what people need. So wherever you go, you can be the answer. You can be the hands and feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Out of your belly 
shall flow rivers of living waters. I, I like the, the dates note that it, that it says, uh, uh, it rivers of living waters. He said when the gift of the spirit is given uh, to believers, they will experience experience and experience is something that you 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 went you you know by experience it's like you know when somebody tells you uh do you like shibli's oh no and then you're like have you ever tried one no but i don't like them or or maybe not a shibli's but anything have you ever asked somebody do you do you want some of this oh no i don't like that have you ever tried it no and they're already like ugh, ugh, ugh. you know because they and they never tried it. But so they, they don't know. They really don't know. They just have their perception of what it is. And they've never had an experience with that Shipley's. But when they've had an experience with the Shipley's, it's like, oh, I know those are good. Somebody's getting hungry. An experience. When the gift of the Spirit is given to believers, they will experience. They experience. His overflowing life. The living waters will flow out from deep within the believers to others with the healing message of Jesus Christ. With the healing message of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you experience a regeneration, a new, a new birth, a new life in Christ, you receive and experience his life. But when you receive, Dake said, the, 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 the gift, the baptism of the spirit given to believers, you, you will experience his overflowing life. His overflowing life. The living water. Say living water. Hallelujah. Say living. Say living. Listen, get that in your spirit because that means that anything out of order, anything dead, anything not working in your life, or when you encounter somebody, you know, and, and wherever you go, the living waters come to not just your life, to, to bring everything that should be uh, the way God created it to be, including your mind, your body, your organs, your, your life. But wherever you go, these healing rivers are flowing from you to others. Hallelujah. That's why, that's why when we come to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, even at the outreaches, people are never the same. That's why when you come to a place like this, you come one way, but then you leave not the same. Hallelujah. If that's been your story, say glory to God. Or when the, you encounter the spirit of God, you, you didn't leave the same. In John 10, 10, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. Life. Say life. So it's living waters. Living waters. Not stinky waters. Living waters. Hallelujah. Life, life, life. Glory be to God. Woo. Living waters. Life. If you've come this morning. And something in your life is not working the way it should work. Something in your body is not functioning the way it should function. Anything in your life that is not how it should be according to the word of God, may you encounter the living waters this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And may your story change before you leave out of this place. 
If you receive that, say amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Jesus said in Luke eleven thirteen, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? To them that ask. Anyone that asks. How much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? He is a good, good father. Hallelujah. He is a good, good father. Say that. He is a good, good father. I want to. That was just a little recap. I want to now... I want to share about seven, seven truths of, of, of a result of a genuine baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Bible says that when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, that they began to speak in tongues. As the Spirit of God gave them utterance. So the, the, tongues, uh, is a, is the, out, the tongues is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a per, the person of the Holy Spirit, but the tongues is the outward evidence of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says that they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance, and they began to glorify God. But I want you to note as well that apart from that, there was a lot of other things that took place in the life of a Spirit-filled believer. How many Spirit-filled believers are here this morning? Hallelujah, because you see, if tongues is all you got, and there wasn't a transformation of life, an empowerment, I don't know. But there is that to what a spirit-filled, Holy Ghost, fire believer should look like. And I see a bunch of them here this morning. Hallelujah, the Bible says to test every spirit. Don't just go just, you know, somebody claims to be spiritual, but they're, you know, they speak in tongues, but they're flat out just living out in sin. They speak great tongues. But there's no empowerment of holiness, of righteousness. I don't know. Something happens. He fills you. He comes and he fills you. To overflow. Hallelujah. He's wonderful. The Holy Spirit is wonderful. How many of you love the Holy Spirit? How many of you like that analogy with the, the comfort of the helper, the advocate? That's who's walking with you. Hallelujah. That is who is walking with you. So let me let me begin. A genuine, say real. I know I'm, in the, I'm, I'm standing in front of people that like real. They don't like sugarcoat nothing. And I'm not about that. You know you come here, you don't, you don't get no, no sugarcoating nothing. Because this is life. A genuine baptism of the Holy Spirit, what would, what would, it, 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 what would it do in us? He will cause us. To love, magnify, and glorify God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ more than before. You see, we, are, we got saved. We love Jesus. 
We love to praise them, but when the when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there's an increase to, to your your love increases at a greater level to gl- want to glorify God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ more than before. Oh, hallelujah. It is the Holy Spirit who causes love for God to grow in your heart. You see, the love of God in you grows just like your love for your spouse. It, 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 it grows more and more, or at least it should. But it, does, it doesn't grow on its own. Hallelujah. Don't get quiet on me. You know, the world says that the more you're together, the colder you get or the less in love you get. But with God, everything grows more and more. That's not our story for the believers. Hallelujah. I see Mr. Hanson and Ms. Linda, and look at them. Pastor Jesse and Ms. Martha. They don't look like they're falling out. That's the world. Hallelujah. What does Romans 5.5 5 says? Put it up there. Romans 5.5. 5, so you can look at it for yourself. And hope make it not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by who? The Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. He pours God's love in us, his love in us, and he helps it grow in us. Hallelujah. So when we are filled, it should result that the love that we have for God intensifies. And we we love, magnify, and glorify God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ more than before. You ought to be more in love with the Father now than you were yesterday. How many of you can say, that's me? Hallelujah. Does that happen by accident? No, it happens as you, because of the Holy Spirit, of being aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Your communion, your union. Glory be to God. The second one. A genuine baptism of the Holy Spirit will cause a greater love for an appreciation for the word of God. For the word of God. Do you love, are you, are, do you love the scripture? Do you love the word? Enough to read it? Enough to eat it every day? Most importantly, enough to obey it? Hallelujah, a hunger, a greater love, an appreciation for the word of God. How many of you can say, thank God for the word of God? The word of God is life unto those that find it, healing and health to their bodies. In John 14, 17, the Bible says, Jesus said, even the spirit of truth. You love the truth and you hate lies. You love the truth. 
even the spirit of truth who inspired the scripture. In 2 Timothy 3.16 in the NLT, it says all scripture, say all, is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it, the word, to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. The Holy Spirit will deepen our love for the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It will deepen your love for the truth of God's word. John 16, 13, uh, the Bible says when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. Thank God for the truth of the scripture. Thank God for the word of God. You know, it's not until you are enlightened by the word of God that you, you can see what is truth and what is a lie. You don't know something that is a lie until you know the truth of it. But when the truth of the word of God comes into your life, then, then you're not going to settle for just whatever comes your way. You're not just going to settle for any report. You're not just going to settle for any lie because you got the truth of the word of God. The Bible says, let God's word be truth and everyone else a lie. If God said it, praise the Lord. We're going to stick to what God has said about us. Can you say amen to that? Glory be to God. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are truth. Glory be to God. So the Holy Spirit in your life not only should cause a greater love for the Father, for the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, uh, more than before, but also a genuine baptism of the Holy Spirit will give you a greater love and appreciation for the word of God. Enough of it that you, you, you hunger more for the word. You, you know, you get in the word, you read the word, you obey the word. You realize, like Job said, I love the, I love the word more than my necess the food that my body needs. Hallelujah. You realize that just like food is for your natural body and you cannot live without food, you cannot live without the word of God. It is what, what feeds your spirit, man. Glory be to God. The word of truth, the word of God. How many of you love the word of God? And ask the Lord, Lord, give me a greater hunger for your word that results in action of me doing something. Hallelujah. Let's go to number four. Three. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking, making sure you're with me. And y'all are. Y'all are awesome. Hallelujah. Y'all are awesome. Especially Miss Carolyn. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. A genuine baptism in the Holy Spirit must be preceded by our turning from sin and faithfully obeying God's word. It's important. From turning from sin and faithfully obeying Jesus Christ, the word of God. You know, the wages of sin is death. Sin separates you from God. 
sin destroys. And if you don't get rid of sin, sin will get rid of you. I'm thankful that Jesus destroyed the power of sin. And he has given us the power of his Holy Spirit to come and empower us. To not just turn away from sin, but stay away from sin. Because when you realize what it had done in your life before you gave your life to Jesus, you don't even want a part of it. You don't even want to smell like it. You don't even want to think about going back to it. The Bible says only a dog goes back to its vomit. You don't want any part of it. You love what Jesus has done. He's forgiven your sin. He's washed your sin away. He's given you new life. He's cleansed you. He's purified you. He put his Holy Spirit in you. He's holy. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 2, we can read that after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Peter began to preach to the masses. And it says in Acts chapter 2, verse 37 and 38, he said, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. They were pricked in their heart when they were hearing Peter preach. That's the conviction work of the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And the Holy Spirit, when you preach the gospel, he's the one that begins to, to, to touch the heart of people. That's why when you come here and you think that somebody told me your story and that's why I'm preaching about it, it happens all the time. They're like, Pastor was looking at me when she was preaching. She must have known what I was going through. Did you tell her? That's the Holy Spirit because God loves you so much that he, he knows. He's the one that knows you. He's the one that comes. You, you know, let me tell you something. That conviction work is not the same as condemnation. Because Jesus did not come to condemn the world. Satan is the condemner. He's the accuser of the brethren. Jesus didn't come to condemn. He came to save the world. And the Holy Spirit convicts the heart of man because the Holy Spirit is, wants to help you get before God. God loves you so much that he begins to deal with the heart of man. He's the only one that knows. Though you know, Stop thinking everybody knows your business because... If they knew that part, there's other parts, I'm sure, that only the Holy Spirit knows. But when you yield to that, when you yield to the Holy Spirit, it's, it's the most wonderful thing because, it, it, you know, it feels like, like the people were perked in their heart. They were like touched. They were like, oh. When he was preaching the gospel. And then they said, uh, uh. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? What do we need to do? Tell us. We, we're ready. And he said in verse 38, then Peter said unto them, repent. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, for the wiping away of your sins. For the doing away of your sins, 
and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He's going to fill you. He's going to forgive you. He's going to give you new life. He's going to purify you. He's going to regenerate you. He's going to, you're going to become a child of God. And then he's going to come and fill you with his Holy Spirit and fire. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And then he said, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as as many as the Lord God shall call. They were ready. What must we do? Repent. What does that word mean, repent? It means turn away from your sin. It means you're going one way. And when you, you, you repent, you're saying, Lord, I recognize I am a sinner, but I receive your forgiveness. I receive forgiveness of sin. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior of my life. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe that you came to this earth and you died for me, but on the third day you resurrected. And, I'm, and as I give you my life, I die with you and I resurrect to new life. And then so you're going one way, but that right there you're turning away. To going towards Jesus. You were going one way, headed for destruction. And when you repented, Jesus Christ gave you new life. And he gave you new direction. God, you made an about face. You made a, tur a, a, a turnaround. Hallelujah. You were once going one way. But thank God that somebody came with the good news of the gospel. Not condemning you that saying you're going to hell. No, that you don't have to go to hell. That you can receive forgiveness of sin. That you can be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost and the fire of God. That you can receive a new life. That you're not going under. You're going over. That you're not only going to make it, but you're going to go all the way through. In the mighty name of Jesus. And not just you, but you and your children and your children's children. Unto a thousand generations. Hallelujah. No, you're not cursed anymore. You are blessed. And then you, 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 you repent. Not, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me for my sin. And then go find out another way to sin. That's playing games. But I'm telling you, this life is like no other. This life, and it's not until you come to the end of yourself and you realize, okay, I've tried to do it on my own, and it hasn't worked. All I've ended up was frustrated, broke, busted, and disgusted, and in the same place over and over. And I realize this ain't working for me, and I know what I have to do, and is surrender my life to Jesus. A hundred percent. Put yourself at the altar and say, Lord, have, my, have your way in my life. Hallelujah. Do what only you can do in my life. Oh, glory to God. The Holy Spirit comes with sanctifying power. Sanctifying power. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter chapter 1. Who's glad they came to church this morning? Glory be to God. In 1 Peter. <clears throat> hallelujah. Or hallelujah. In the New King James Version, it says this. From 13 to 16. Why? Because the, he comes to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Listen, he's holy. He's holy. 
see holiness. And you, you are holy. Because he makes you holy. But you've got to stay holy. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter 1.13 it says, Therefore, gird up your loin, the loins of your mind. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the formal lust as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. In the NLT, let me share it with you to help you better understand if you need more understanding. It says, so prepare your mind for action. He's talk, he, Peter's ca- talking about a call to holy living. We're called to live holy. Separated. Set apart. Vessels of honor. So separate your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back. Listen, don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. Don't slip back. You got to see to it that you don't do that. And back and and backsliding, going backwards is not a result of a blowout. It's a result of a slow leak that never got taken care of. And that undealt sin in your life is like that slow leak. You're still rolling, but before you know it, you're going to come to an end. Because you didn't deal with it. But it's not worth it. Because sin not only destroys your life, but it it affects the people around you. In the same way, when you choose to live a holy life, it doesn't just affect you for the better, but the people around you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Sin is a destroyer of people. Then, you know, it's like that slow leak. You're still rolling. But there's a way that seems right to a man, but be careful. The end of it is destruction. And before you know it, it's like, it's so sad to see it happen to people that they don't deal with things right away. And thank God because the Holy Spirit lets us know. And that's why it's so important to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to stay in communion with the Holy Spirit, to stay in relationship with Jesus Christ through his word, through prayer, through worship, because it makes you sensitive to his leading. And, and, and even when you've given your life to Jesus, even though if, 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 you, if you sin, it doesn't feel right anymore. It doesn't. Because you shouldn't be sinning. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good stepping into places that you used to, used to step into. You might be there, but you know in your heart, it's like, 
You know, and you're doing everything within you to make you feel comfortable. And you say things like, God loves people. God knows I should be here. And you're not even being a witness because they don't even know you're a Christian. Or you're blending in. I'm trying to help somebody. And you're there and you, the, there's the, the Holy Spirit, the conviction of the Holy Spirit that is telling you, you don't belong here. What are you doing? And then you need to quickly hearken to the leading of the Holy Spirit because, we're God, you know, God didn't bring you out to, just to keep you where you're at now and then go backwards. He's taking you all the way. And what God has in store for you and your family it's not worth selling it out for anything of this world. It's not worth selling out for anything of this world. Oh, hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit empowers you to say no. The Holy Spirit empowers you to righteous living. The Holy Spirit empowers you that when your flesh wants to do the contrary, you tell your flesh, you're not the boss of me. The real me is the spirit of God in me. It used to rule you. That's why it's already used to doing a certain thing. But the more you transform your life by the renewing of your mind, you bring all your faculties into subjection to the spirit of God. You no longer wake up waiting till your body to tell you how you're going to feel. You're going to rise up, and in the name of Jesus, today is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to go to the house of the Lord. We're going to worship the Lord. We're going to do what is right. Hallelujah. Give the Lord some praise. You're no longer ruled by, 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 by the natural. You're not ruled. You know, you're, you're ruled by the Spirit of God. Don't slip back into your old ways of living, to satisfy your own desires. Is this helping somebody? Is this helping somebody? You didn't know any better then. You see what it says? You didn't know any better then. But now, you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. I am sanctified. I am set apart. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you've given your life to Jesus, you're no longer a sinner. You were a sinner, but you got saved by his grace through faith. And now you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the Holy Spirit in you will help you to remain holy. To stay set apart. Hallelujah. How many of you love Jesus? How many of you love the Holy Spirit? How many of you can say forward only and never backwards? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. As a matter of fact, you, you, you know, you, by the help of the, by the Holy Spirit in your life, you, you, the, the, the more, uh, 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 you know, aware you are of his presence in your life. And uh, uh, it, he helps you realize and, and reveals to you what Jesus has done for you. And you realize that you don't want any part of, of works of unrighteousness. Because you already know wh where that led your life. You already know, you've come, where you, you know where, what that got you to. 
before you surrender your life to Jesus. And, and you don't want any part of that. You love what God has done in your life. You love this new life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And you realize there's more from where that came from. God is not done with me. Hallelujah. You know, sin is pleasurable for a moment. But it's, it destroys people. In 2 Corinthians 6, 16 in the NLT. I know this is helping somebody because God is calling you. God is calling you. And he's preparing you. And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. We are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. And then he said this, therefore, come out. Come out from amongst them. Unbelievers. And separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things. And I will welcome you. And I will be your father. And you will be my sons and my daughters, says the Lord Almighty. How many of you know he's a good father? How many of you trust him enough for his guidance? You know, in the world, you'll have many, many, many regrets. In Christ, you only have one regret. How come did I didn't come to him sooner? <laughs> That's the only, the only one. It's like, why didn't I come to... Why couldn't I come? I mean, I believe. Thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for his mercy. Come on, just lift up your hands. Thank the Lord for his mercy. Glory be to God. Thank the Lord for his mercy. You see, Jesus came with redeeming power. Jesus came with redeeming power. He set the captives free. The Holy Ghost came with sanctifying power. Jesus saves you. The Holy Ghost keeps you. Hallelujah. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. Say, I need the Holy Ghost. Say, I need the fire of the Holy Ghost. Can I share one more with you and I'll continue. One more, one more, one more. Genuine baptism of the Holy Spirit will produce in your life a greater desire a greater desire and power to witness. A greater desire and power to witness. A greater desire to see others enter into the saving relationship with Jesus. You know, we can just have church, and that's all we have. But we must go. And tell people. 
the Bible, Jesus, the great commission was to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to all creatures. You know, we could have went to Mexico and took the groceries to the orphanage, and that's a good deed. But we couldn't have left there without praying for them and giving them an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. What good is it to go on a missions trip and feed everybody, build their homes, put new floors in their houses, and not give them the gift of eternal life? The only thing you did was help them go to hell with a full stomach, a nice-looking home, and new floors in their house. The Holy Spirit in your life will put in you a greater desire to tell people about Jesus, to be a witness, a greater desire to see others enter into the saving knowledge and relationship with Jesus. In Luke 4, 18, and verse 19, hallelujah, glory be to God. How many people have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Oh, I pray that you receive a fresh, fresh filling, fresh fire. Glory be to God that this week will be a, a, a week of new records of telling people about Jesus. Wherever you go, hallelujah. Whether you are at Walmart, whether you are at the workplace, whether you are around your family members, you'll open up your mouth and be a bold witness to testify about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In Luke chapter 4, uh, verse 18, the Bible says, chapter 4, verse The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to. There's a purpose. The purpose of the Holy Spirit, the purpose for the anointing to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So the anointing, the, 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 the baptism of the Holy Spirit came with a purpose. With a purpose to preach the good news. To heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to recover sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You know, the Bible says that the God of this world, who's the God of this world? Blinds the minds of the unbelievers, lest they come to know the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. But when somebody that is blinded of the devil comes across a Holy Ghost-filled believer and they open their mouth and they bring the healing message of Jesus Christ, can I tell you something? No blindfold of the devil 
is too strong that when the gospel comes to that individual, those blindfolds don't come off. In the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> That's why don't ever think somebody's too far gone. Don't think somebody's too lost. When the gospel of Jesus Christ comes with the anointing of the Holy Ghost, every blindfold, every work of the devil comes to naught in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. A greater, a greater. What does Acts 1, 4 and 8 say? I'm getting ready to close. Acts 1, chapter 4 through 8. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Witnesses. The Amplified says to tell people about me. A witness has evidence and proofs. A witness is somebody that comes with evidence and proof. They firsthand know. They are witnesses. They can testify because they've seen it firsthand. They come with evidence and proof that Jesus is the resurrected king. Hallelujah. You shall receive power to tell people that Jesus is alive, that he is the risen king. That he is the Savior, that he forgives sins, that he restores lives, that he heals the sick, that he sets the captives free, that he restores sight to the blind, that he causes the lame to walk. Thank the Lord right now. Just thank him. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Is Angelina here? Are you back? For good? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Power to be a witness. You know, to, to tell people, but what makes you that witness? Because you know, you know that he's Jesus. You know that he's Savior. You know that he's healer. You know that he's redeemer. You, you know it. You're a witness. You're a witness because you 
received them. When the gospel came to you, you received him as Savior. You received him as Lord. You received him as the one who, who took your place, the one that died for you, and the one who took your mess of life and gave you his righteous life. And, and, and he changed your life, and you can't even put it in words. You just know that you're not the same. And people want you to explain to them, well, tell me, how did you change? And you're like, like, what do you want me to tell you? There's no formula. The gospel came to me. I received it. Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior, he forgave my sins. He washed me in his blood. And he gave me his life. And I've never been the same. Something happened. And they, and they they can they can believe you or not, but you know you're not you're not the same. You know something happened. You know you're not the same no more. You don't care if they believe you or not because you know I'm not the same. It's, it might take them a little while to really believe it because they know the old you and and they've known you for so long. But now they're not they're, they don't know this new life. But just keep going, keep going, and before they, you know it, they're gonna want what you have. Hallelujah, because you're not the same. You're not. Don't ever let the devil lie to you and tell you that Jesus Christ did not forgive you, that he did not cleanse you, that he did not give you new life. You know, the, I'm not saying the devil to glorify him or talk a lot about him, but that's what he does. He want all, He's after bringing people back into slavery. He's always after. He's not after the world. He already got the world. He's after the, the believer. He wants to bring you back into slavery. That's why you need the Holy Ghost and fire. That's why you need to walk full of the Holy Ghost and power. Hallelujah. And, and, and say, I'm not, ah. When, you know, he'll come and tell you, oh, you think you're holy now. No, I don't think I'm holy. I know I'm holy. I know I've been cleansed. I know I've been forgiven. I know I've been washed in the blood. Call me holy because I am holy. If you want to call me holy roller, I don't care. Oh, you think you're a saint. Oh, they said that to me. Oh, te crees santita. No, I don't think I'm santita. I am. Not because of me. He made me that. It's his righteousness in my life. He's made me who I am. Hallelujah. He's cleansed me. He's delivered me. He's set me free. He's redeemed me. He's washed me with his blood. He's done that for you if you received him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Come on, thank the Lord this morning. Glory be to God. The Bible says we are not of those that draw back into perdition. We keep moving forward. Hallelujah, there's one thing I do, the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind me and pressing forward into what lies ahead. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Power, 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 dunamis power, dunamis power. Not this, no power. The word dynamite, which means explosive, big Holy Ghost power, strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, empowering you to be who God has called you to be, to be witnesses, hallelujah, for 
for the glory of God. Receive that Holy Ghost power. Lift up your hands this morning. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. The last setback you had will be the last setback you'll ever have. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive right now. If you're baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, I want you to begin to pray in that heavenly language. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what did Jesus say? He who comes to me, let him ask of me, and I will give him to drink rivers of living waters. All you got to say is, Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Fill me to the full till it overflows. Let rivers of living waters flow out of me in the mighty name of Jesus. Baptize me with your Holy Ghost and fire. Let me burn for you. Set me ablaze to be the witness that you've called me to be. Set me ablaze, Lord, to continue to run my race. Set me ablaze to live the life that you've called me to live. Set me ablaze, Lord, to be holy even as you are holy. Father, thank you that you, your sanctifying Holy Ghost power is working in my life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me a boldness, Lord, that wherever I go, I make you known. That open my mouth, Lord, and let healing rivers flow out of me for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, just thank him this morning. Hallelujah. 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 You shall receive power. Dunamis, dynamite, explosive power. More than strength and ability. Hallelujah. Power. Power. Power to do what Jesus said. You shall do greater things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord says, I am raising up for me an army, an army that will go in the power of the Holy Ghost, an army that will march through this city, an army that will march through this land, that will go in the power of the Holy Spirit and will run with a fire in these next two months like never before. Hallelujah, you shall do great exploits for my kingdom, says the Lord. Fear nothing, fear nothing, for I am with you. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you. As I was with Abraham, as I was with Moses, as I was with Paul and Peter, I am with you. And I go before you and make every crooked path straight. Hallelujah. Come on, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Do not look to the right. Do not look to the left. He says, only keep your eyes on me. I am with you every step of the way. I am making every crooked path straight. As you go, the fire of the Holy Ghost will, will burn bright in you. And every devil will make way for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every place that the sole of her foot treads upon, that land is given unto you. As far as your eye will see, the Lord says, you can have it. And the Lord says, as you go marching forward, in the order of Matthew 6, 33, 
Seek me first the kingdom of God. This is a word. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things. God says before you even ask, I'm already working on it. Don't focus on the impossibilities. Focus on the one that has all possibilities. He says, for I am with you, not barely, but in a strong way. He says, I would uphold you with my mighty hand. I will strengthen you every step of the way. Your latter shall be greater than the former. Hallelujah. If you receive that, just lift up your hands right now. And just thank the Lord. For you have been chosen for such a time as this. I handpicked you, says the Lord. You are mine and I am yours. I am with you. do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no to me. 